Welcome to the Reluctant Messenger podcast, where we discuss spiritually transformative events, encounters with angels and guides, out-of-body explorations, and much more. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel. You can find links on my website at candacesanderson.com. Welcome back. My name is Candace Sanderson, and this video is part of my throwback series where I revisit earlier messages from my journal. In order to qualify for the throwback series, it must be a message that I did not use in any of my published works. I'm starting at the front end of my journal, and it's been a lot of fun looking back at these earlier entries. I've learned so much since my opening to channeling in late August 2013. I'm going to share with you my journal entry from October 18th, 2013. The first thing I wrote was an aside remark. I had typed this before I actually recorded the message. I am starting to understand how this works. A topic is brought up or suggested while I'm getting ready for work. And truth be told, a lot of times it happened when I was in the shower. When I get in the car to drive to work, I turn on my voice recorder and things just happen. It's interesting because now there are two different voices that are used. One is more authoritative and the other is gentler, almost philosophical. I had only been channeling for seven weeks, and at this point, there were only two voices. Months later, there were so many voices. uh, I was at the point where I didn't even ask who this was, but it seemed like every week a new messenger would come in. But at this stage of the game, with only seven weeks of channeling under my belt, I was obviously so new at this. The messages do come through me, but I was not and am not what's called a trans channel. These energies do not take over me. I am fully cognizant when the messages arrive. And if you've read my books, you'll know that I began receiving messages on an early morning commute. So obviously, I'm able to function like drive a car while I'm also communicating with the non-physical. So while the note says... I recognized two voices. This was still my voice, but not my words. The speech pattern, the phraseology was very different. Sometimes, however, my voice qualities might change. For example, when the angels speak, my voice becomes softer and gentler, but it was still me, my voice, my vocal cords. But on this day, I began to notice the difference in voice quality. When I say that one voice is gentler and almost philosophical, I'm pretty sure that's from the muses within. They use an easygoing and often lyrical language. And they were the first authors of the message I received about the flower. But I didn't realize that till two years later in 2015. So at this time, I'm unaware of who's behind this gentle voice. Now, I know. But one of the suggested topics for the day was my ability to focus energy on specific areas. First, let me unpack this. 
Have you ever had an itch, but you couldn't scratch it? We all have. Maybe your hands are full, you're carrying boxes, and then all of a sudden your nose itches so bad, but you can't reach it because your hands are full. Well, several years ago, I discovered that I could zero in, I could target a specific area of my body using my energy. It was so intense, I could actually satisfy that itch on my nose without physically scratching it. So this is the ability the messengers are speaking about. So let's get to the message. This is October 18th, 2013, and I'm going to read verbatim from what I had dictated. This ability, talking about focusing energy on specific areas, is important in healing. You are able to gather healing energies from outside of the body's normal awareness and funnel it like a laser to an area that needs help. You are able to look deep inside the tissue and change the energy of the tissues that are affected. If there is a disruption in the energy field, which results in swelling, and I like this chaos because that's very descriptive, but which results in swelling and chaos occurring on a molecular level, your intense focus can send energy into that area with laser-specific guidance to affect a change for the better. At this point, I was presented with the picture of cells somewhere in the physical body, and I could literally see that chaos at the cellular level like the messengers describe. But first, let me talk about the visions that often accompany the messages. Those were relatively new at this stage of the game with less than seven weeks of this new skill of channeling. So to begin with, these visions were just small snippets. They were just scenes, very small scenes. And they were so brief that many times I didn't even realize they were there. These pictures were sometimes like a snapshot, other times like videos, but they always clarified what the messengers had said. But initially, in real time, they were fuzzy and very fleeting. It was only later when I would review an older message that I would notice the same image would flash in my mind. And that's when I began to realize they had been there all along, all the time. They were in the background, but I hadn't yet learned to recognize them or to tune into them. But once I began to identify them, I learned I could go back and revisit these scenes. I could pause, drill down for a closer look, or zoom back for a wider or larger view. This is something that anyone can do with practice. The first step, however, or at least it was for me, was to learn to recognize that very subtle energy, those energy patterns that make up the visions. I had to learn to pause whatever I was doing when they occurred, and I would just take a deep breath, and I would allow those energy frequencies to register in my awareness. Once I did that, I learned that taking that deep breath would give me just enough space for these images to sink in. 
I allowed them to unfold like a flower blooming in lapse time photography, very gentle. So the message continues. As you focus that energy, you are bringing in light energy from source and directing it toward the body and specific organ or areas involved. By sending energy with the laser-like focus, you change those cells on a molecular level. You disrupt energy blockages. You are able to see this and, more importantly, able to feel this on your skin. Knowing that you can feel this on your skin is a validation to you that it is working. You can use this type of energy on other people for healing. You do not need to feel the energy to trust that it's there. But for the people you work on, they often require that feedback. Many people are new to energy healing and do not totally trust unless they can feel something happening. When they feel the focused energy, then they do not need to trust. For now, they know that the process is indeed working. This will then increase their vibratory rate, for they will feel happier and better about their condition. So now we swing back to the original theme of being able to target specific areas of the body with just energy. In other words, learning to scratch those itches with your thoughts. It's true, though, what the messenger says. When you feel the energy, especially if you're new to all of this, then you can't help but acknowledge that it's working. Those familiar with Reiki and other forms of energy healing know that feeling the energy is not a prerequisite. Just because you don't feel anything doesn't mean that it is not working. But when you do feel it, how uplifting is that? It validates your experiences. And that validation brings a smile to their face. It's inspiring. And that puts the person in a field of higher vibrational patterns. So let me read the next two paragraphs. With the higher vibrations that are associated with happiness, their energy fields rise to finer and subtler vibratory rates, which then helps clear the energy blockages that causes the initial problem. This allows them more healing because their energy system is now in tuned. So in the same vibration as yours, it's now in tuned with yours and vibrating at a higher frequency. When they are at a higher frequency, then the blockages that created the disease, disease, begins to dissipate. It is with the dissipation of these energy blockages that the healing begins on a molecular level. This is something you can do on a much more precise level. This can be done remotely or directly. Okay, let's unpack this. As you engage in those subtler energy patterns of emotions like happiness and gratitude and love, everything literally becomes lighter. Those dark, dense energy patterns that had created the dis-ease begin to dissolve. It opens a space for the healer to use that laser 
focus energy to pinpoint the root of the blockages to allow healing. That last sentence says this can be done remotely or directly. It took me quite a while to actually believe this. We are so tethered to our 3D lives that we think things must be in person to work, especially with the energy. There are no limitations in space or time. We can revisit our pasts to help our current selves or our future selves. Physics in the world of the non-physical operate differently than in our 3D life. Of course we can do healing energy remotely, but not everyone knows this yet. Let's return to the message. You see, it is a complete circle, keeping the energy flowing from above through you to them, that's the client, back to you, back to Mother Earth for recycling. It is an energetic loop that comes from source. It is created by you through your intention to heal. The one being healed begins to open when they see or feel the energy that is sent through you. The energy continues to flow in this loop and the blockages within the affected area or organs begin to clear. When the energy blockages are gone, healing results. Now we're looking at the flow of energy and we see that completed circle. Like with electricity, there must be a closed circuit for the electricity to flow. It's the same with energy healing. The flow comes from source, but it was initiated by you, the healer. It is through our intentions to heal that sets this flow into motion. Back to the message. When the patient feels the energy, they acknowledge that it is indeed working. When they feel it working, their vibrations become lighter, thus allowing your laser focus to clear more specifically the energy blockages they have. That energy then comes back to you and through you to Mother Earth where it is recycled and used again. We draw in the energy from source. It runs through us into the client. It starts to clear their blockages. And once that magic begins, that dislodged energy returns to us. We, of course, don't want to hold on to that energy. So we send those frequencies from the blockages back into Mother Earth. There, the energy is recycled. We know that energy cannot be destroyed, but it can be transformed into something else. It can change form. Mother Earth receives what we've removed from the client. And once recycled, it returns back to source. And that's what completes the circle. The circuit is now closed. It's complete. If the client feels what you're doing, it amps up the process. It makes it easier because they become more receptive. Hey, maybe there's really something to this after all is what they're thinking. They're no longer just the receiver. Their higher vibrational patterns begin to actually assist in the healing process. And this ties into what the next paragraph says. 
you are able to do this healing, but the patient too must have responsibility. There is a reason why this organ was affected. There is a reason why there was a blockage and dis-ease to begin with. It is important for the patient to look at what they are holding back and learn to let go and to allow the energy to flow. It is with the flowing of energy, thus being connected to source, that is important for one's well-being. You may be a very important instrument and can be such in healing the physical body. It is up to the patient, however, to take this to a higher level and to effect a permanent change. We return to the importance of the one being healed. They need to take some responsibility in the process, something more than just allowing the energy to flow. If there is introspection, perhaps they can determine what they were blocking. Maybe they can find the why. The disease disease stems from a blockage in the healthy flow of vibrant energy. What was the initial cause? How can they prevent another occurrence? So the client has a part to play, but now let's look at our part as the healer. It is through a team of light workers such as yourself that can also be instrumental in affecting healing for Mother Earth herself. You have become more enlightened, a beacon of light, allowing source energy to run through you and into Mother Earth, giving her the needed powers and comfort that she needs. Continue to do so. The message has now shifted gears, and it's shining a light on another aspect of this circle, this cycle of healing, Mother Earth. I did not realize that this energy helps with Earth's healing as well. The message indicates the energy from source comes to us and through the client's body. As it returns to us and then back to Earth, it seems that these patterns of disease ride on the original currents from source. And as these are released into Earth for transformation, our beautiful planet benefits. And as she uses her powers to transform these energies, she too receives benefit. Is it through the original frequencies of source? Maybe. Is it through the transformation, through that transformational process of those energies? Maybe. I don't know. It's too complex for me to understand. But I love the idea that more than just the client gets healed. As being a Reiki master, I know that I benefit when I do healing energy on other people. And in the same way, apparently, so does Mother Earth. So it's logical. Let me wrap up the message. You have been able to focus your energy on very specific parts of your body for many years. It is now time for you to begin to focus that energy now upon other people. It is with loving grace that we sign off for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my throwback series. I really enjoy reading these older messages. It often gives me a different perspective. 
like in this case, I had no idea that during healing, we actually, I knew we were helping ourselves when we were healing others, but I didn't realize the importance it held for Mother Earth. This also shows me how patient and diligent the messengers were in sharing the messages. Little by little, they shared words of wisdom that have really enriched my life. So if you like this episode, feel free to like it, rate it, give it a thumbs up. And I would always love to have more subscribers. So until next time, my mantra for this year is kindness matters. No matter what you're dealing with or who you're talking to or how you feel, if you respond to others with kindness, your life will improve. So until next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Reluctant Messenger. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember, how we use our personal energy is what defines us. Bring in those vibrations of love and gratitude and see how your life will change.